0: Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb.
1: And this is Randy.
0: We are here to talk about marriage. You guys, I'm thrilled because I finally talked my husband into doing some podcasts with me. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys, you are in for a treat. My husband is Randy and we've been married for...
1: Almost 31 years.
0: Almost 31 years. And we were, we met back in the 80s rock and roll hair days. Mm-hmm. Yep. You should have seen us. Houston, Texas. Houston. And you had hair down the middle of your back for a while. And I did
1: too. You did.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, so we really are excited to talk about marriage. And today we're going to talk about loving your spouse with your thoughts. And guys, ladies and gentlemen, your thoughts are super important because... As your thoughts go, so your body and everything else that goes. You know, what we think about, we bring about. Mary Kay used to say that, what we think about, we bring about. And the Word of God says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And so if you think negative thoughts about your spouse, then you probably are going to have some negative feelings, don't you think so?
1: Yeah, absolutely, you will.
0: Yeah, So I thought we would start talking about this with how we met, but before Mm -hmm. we do, let's pray real quick. Let's pray and invite Jesus in. Okay. Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for our listener. I pray for uh, all the husbands and wives uh, that are in our audience. I pray that they will learn something from, from you, from your Holy Spirit today that they'd remember from the rest of their lives, for the rest of their lives, and I pray, Lord, that... Uh, me and Randy would be able to share our hearts from a not perfect marriage, but Lord, that you have always been in our marriage and it's such a gift to be married to your best friend, uh, with Randy, but to have you at the head of our marriage. So, Lord, we just want to invite you into this time and we pray that you would be glorified and that we would all learn something and that it would be life changing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. So we met in 1989, right? That's right. That's right. And I used to go out on Thursday nights, my brother, Bobby, think big redneck kind of guy. And when I say redneck, I mean...
1: Big, scary redneck guy. Big, scary
0: redneck guy. (laughs) And uh, my brother, I was broke. I was in college. And I was working two jobs, and my brother would take me out on Thursday nights for a steak dinner, and then we would go dancing together. And I always felt very safe because he was, he always watched out for me. And so we went to this dance club, me and my brother, and I saw Randy. Mm-hmm. And he was on the dance floor with another girl.
1: Yes, I was.
0: <laughs> and, um, and the story's kind of funny because he had been dating.
1: Well, it wasn't super funny story, but yes, I had been dating this gal, and she dumped me, and then <laughs> a few weeks later called me back up. And it was so it wasn't really a date. We were just out dancing.
0: Out dancing. But
1: I saw Deb, and she had this big, beautiful hair and was wearing a little leather skirt and just, you know, it was 80s-tastic. But um anyway, so I started kind of making eyes at her, and she was at the bar, like we said, with her... Her big brother, so I was very careful about how I did it. But anyways, we we uh, we kind of flirted a little bit. I ended up, you know, getting her contact information, uh, and I wrote it in lipstick on a napkin. So I and I still have that, uh, anyways. So the the rest is history. It, um, you know, we we went out on some dates, and it wasn't two years. Yeah, yeah, two years.
0: We had to wait two years, but that's okay. That's another story for another mm-hmm. day. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So we're gonna talk about loving your spouse with your thoughts. Okay. Randy, this is a big deal because when we were first married, you had, God taught you how to do this. And you honestly are a genius at, um, I always feel so loved by you and you're really good at it. So why don't you take it away? Well, (laughs) take it away. (laughs) I know. I guess people at his work always say, take it away, Randy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, so when you, when you get married, especially if you get married young, I think there, there's a lot of adjustment for most people. And things that you may not anticipate when you're dating and engaged. And those things can be kind of shocking. And I think a lot of couples... And Deb and I used to teach a uh, engaged and newlywed class for 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. And this was pretty common that people that were newly married would have thoughts like, oh my goodness, did I marry the wrong person? There's so much of an adjustment period you go through. And as an engineer by trade... Um, I tend to be pretty organized. Yep. And so one of the things that really was a struggle for me when we first got married was Deb is not quite so organized. <laughs> and so she's got methods of keeping track of her clothes by different piles around the room. And, and then, okay, we won't go into that. But anyways, so her idea of organized and mine were very different. And so it it kind of bothered me uh, when we were first married and, and, you know, trying to make our home and our life together. And
0: I never picked up a pair of underwear off the floor <laughs> after this man. I don't think I've ever picked up anything of yours.
1: Yeah, well, everybody's different. So that, that's the point. And so I started thinking, my gosh, I wish she was more organized. I wish she would pick this up. I, and I, I maybe I prayed a little bit. I don't even remember if I did or not, but it dawned on me that... It, You can pray for Deb to be, I could have prayed for Deb to be more organized, but I don't know that that's the way God really wants us to work in a relationship. So I kind of flipped it around and I I started praying that God, please just help me not to be annoyed uh, when there's clutter and stuff laying around. Um, and it, uh, it worked. So, uh, yeah, it really wasn't even that big of a deal. I started to not notice, you know, the little piles of things here and there. I go, I still keep my stuff pretty organized, but you know, Deb's got her different mechanism for organization. And now, so I... but
0: but you know, what God did though. He led me to books on organization. Yeah. That really true. helped. Like That's true.
1: And yes, you've gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah. A lot better. But it wasn't because I prayed that you'd get better and more organized.
0: And you didn't um, nag at I, me like, I, I don't even think you ever said anything to me about it.
1: Yeah. Well, that would be a surprise. But anyways, I don't remember. The, the, the point is, you know, if, if you have a behavior that is, uh, you're trying to get used to newly in marriage or kids come along and... It's sure, I think, a lot more successful if you pray for God to help you with it and change your heart and change your perspective to really see your spouse the way Jesus sees them and see their heart. I, and, you know, messy, who cares? You know, at the end, at the end of the day, uh, it's it's just some stuff laying around. It takes five minutes to pick it up. Uh, but just don't let that be, you know, a big hang up.
0: Yeah. And do you know what he did for me today? So, you know, help club leading, you know, helping lead help club, you get a lot of stuff, you know, collected, right? And there was all these books and decorations, you know, because we have groups and stuff that we decorate for and stuff. And they were in our office, our shared office, and it was everywhere. And I I looked at him today and I go, okay, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to clean it. And then he said to me, you are so sweet. He said, how about if I build you some shelves in the garage and you can put all of that stuff on it? And I was like, wow, that was so nice of you. So thank you. So he's still doing it, you guys. (laughs) Okay. So if I were talking about a problem that I had um, early on in our marriage was, it it would be that Randy would get frustrated and angry and it was always at inanimate objects, Mm -hmm. vacuum cleaners, (laughs) Um, you know, whatever. And and so he would get angry and he wasn't like directing that anger towards me or the kids, but it would just be like, you know, an inanimate object, you know, and I had a stepdad that beat my mom. And so I have some trauma from that. And so I had to learn how to grow. And I think at first I started getting mad and that didn't help <laughs> getting mad at you for getting mad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and. um we had some big fights about that, but then I really started praying about it, and what God did was he helped me to really just talk to you and say, "Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. instead of being afraid, you know, like I used to be, which you never gave me any reason to be afraid. It was just that trauma from my stepdad but um but you 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 were just you know, you didn't know what was wrong, I don't think. And so whenever I would say, are you okay? You seem angry. And then you would say, yeah. And then I would say, what are you angry about? And a lot of times you didn't even know why you were angry. You were just Mm -hmm. frustrated. And so I think that for Randy, I know everybody's different. And some people, if they get angry, they need some space, you know, but for Randy, I think it actually helped for me just to be kind and to just really be his helper and to help him identify what could be making him angry. You know, he, I mean, he probably had talked to me about something or maybe it was something that happened at work or something. But I, I think that helped, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, like Deb said, I I don't get mad at people. Um,
0: you pray about it every day.
1: Yeah, and that's not a problem for me at all. But um, yeah, it, sometimes when things don't work correctly, devices... Um, i can get frustrated and so it was uh yeah it was a big it was awesome for me when deb start started you know trying to help me through whatever whatever i was mad about you know asking me you know what's wrong and sometimes it was obvious but um just being encouraging and supportive and just understanding that things can be frustrating such a game changer um like she said and, and actually i don't even remember you getting mad at me for getting mad but you know that that's just really not going to help that person at all uh, get through what they're going through. Um,
0: I mean, you would say all the time, "I'm praying about this every day." Oh gosh,
1: yeah, yeah, I do. I still, I still struggle with it. I still, I'm not near as bad as I, I was. I don't typically break stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I never do, but. Um... But yeah, it's yeah but a, you do ask, a you ask God, and it's hard,
0: isn't
1: it? Yeah, and it's it's slow progress, and it can be very frustrating sometimes because I, you know, I I fail miserably uh, sometimes, and it's it's very frustrating. Um, but you know, you just keep praying about it and keep doing your best and
0: trusting
1: God. trusting God that He's going to help you with that. And you know, at the end of the day, it's probably not even a big deal to Him, but it, it's probably a bigger deal to me. But.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? I I think that both of our our instances, you could have been like kind of catching me being bad. Like at Help Club, we talk about catching your kids being good a lot. And you could have been like catching, in in your mind, you could be like, oh, I bet when I walk upstairs, there's going to be those messes, but you were never like that. And I could have been like, oh, he's going to be angry and frustrated. And, you know, I have done that before, but I, I've really tried the past few years to, to try not to expect you to get angry. And I think that's part of loving God with your mind. And so uh, not to expect the worst, to not to, um, you know calling out the bad. <laughs> like, uh, when, when you became a grandpa, you, you kind of liked the name grandpa. Remember that? Mm-hmm.
1: That was just a joke. It was right? just a
0: joke. Yeah. And the kids and I were like, Nope, not going to be grandpa. And you know, his name is Funpa. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you guys, he is the funnest grandpa I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. The kids adore him, the grandkids and our children adore him. And anyway, so that's just a little tip for loving God with your mind and then um you were going to talk about Mark 11:24 and it is thanking God ahead of time. It's such a good scripture. I'll read it and then you can talk about it. Mark 11:24. Therefore I tell you whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Well, I'll start. Okay. So, you know what I love about you, Randy, is that when we pray and we do pray together and guys, I cannot even stress enough praying with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We pray twice a day. If he's traveling, I mean it doesn't even matter. We we make it work even if it's just a few minutes in the car, you know, or whatever. But it is a game changer to pray in the morning for your day. We put the armor on. We we go through the motions mm-hmm. of the armor. We ask, you know, for extra filling of the Holy Spirit. But Randy always you do something really sweet and special every day. What is it I do? <laughs> you say thank you God for
1: Oh, yeah. So it, it kind of like that verse, I guess. But I he- I heard somebody say one time, and I'm just gonna wreck this. But it's basically um, what what would happen tomorrow if you didn't have something uh, that you didn't thank God for today. So you, you know, tomorrow I, I'm, I I don't have this particular thing. I don't have my job. So I try to thank God today for my job, and you know just the big things. But I, I, and and of course, you know you don't have to give a list of everything you're thankful for. But I think it is important to always thank God for the things that you have. Um, and like Deb said, we we always pray, and that's all. That's always part of my prayer. Is we have a wonderful family. We're very, we're healthy people. All of our kids love Jesus. Uh, we've got great grandbabies. Um, no, we don't have great grandbabies. We have wonderful yeah. grandbabies. Sorry. Um, so life is just is just so wonderful. And, you know, it's just all God blessing us like crazy. And so I just feel like we have to thank God every day.
0: And you thank God for our marriage. And that, um, I mean, I can't even remember how you say it, but it's really sweet. You always thank God for our marriage and that it's so great. And
1: Yes. Yep. Um yeah, thank of course. Thanking thanking God for, for your marriage is, is very important.
0: And you always say thank you that I married my best friend or something. It's really sweet. I can't yeah. remember because well, we go down yeah. the list. We okay. have our prayers so, so, memorized. They're so, memorized. So
1: sometimes I'm silly and I thank God for tricking Deb into marrying me. Yeah. So but, <laughs> whatever. But no, I, I do I do thank God every day that he put Deb and I together because and I hope this is the same with you and your spouse. But Deb is really my best friend. She is my soulmate and my best friend. And there is no person on this planet that I would rather go do whatever with. Um, we just have so much fun together. Um, love being together. We were just at Disney last week yeah. having fun by ourselves. No kids, no mm-hmm. grandkids, just having fun by ourselves. So uh, I'm super thankful for that. Um, and, and that's that's very important that you have a that kind of a friendship, I think, in your marriage.
0: And you can always start it. I mean, we didn't always. we. I mean, we were always close. Um, I kind of feel like, Randy, that you were my gift from the Lord because my childhood was such a wreck. Like, I mean, I feel like God gave you to me because I went through so much trauma as a kid. But we did have to work through some things. We definitely had to work through things. So guys, don't think that we're perfect or that we've had a perfect marriage or anything. But I do believe... We have really tried to think good, kind, positive thoughts about each other, mm-hmm. and it really does make a difference. And our kids,
1: yeah, I mean, you want me, to yeah. Tell it? So, uh, so our oldest, Christy, um, just a wonderful, beautiful, extremely smart gal. Um, but as a child, she she needed to know where all the boundaries were, <laughs> so she would press us in everything. And if there, and maybe you've got a child like this, so you know what I'm talking about. If there was any gray area, she would, she would beat you every time. <laughs> and so she.
0: I used to call she, my mother-in-law and I'd say, I don't know what to do about the gray area.
1: Oh, she was, so so she was so smart. Um, anyway, so when, when she was, I don't, I don't remember five, maybe five years old, maybe, maybe six. Anyways, we were button heads. Uh, pretty regularly and deb and i went to this marriage conference and there was a session on on this you know how you know just struggling with any type of of uh you know relationship within with with your kids and the the guy said something that just stuck with me He, he said you know if you if you don't like the way you feel about your child start talking in the way that you want to feel about your child, so or
0: your spouse, or, or your
1: spouse, sure. But um, in this case, I went home, and so you know, I, I was a little little skeptical um, about it. But I, I started being very deliberate that every time you know I would see Christy, or we you know put her down at nighttime. I love you. You're the sweetest girl in the world. You're such a my good princess. girl, my princess. You know. And it really made a huge difference in my – the way I saw her and it changed our relationship. So, it made me react to her, engage with her completely differently than I had been. And so, I don't know whether she had sensed that before and now she was getting, you know, the positive reinforcement and the kind – kind of not that I was mean to her, but, you know, she – we just had a wonderful relationship.
0: We still do. And you yeah, work for her still, yeah. <laughs> on the side, just a little extra little thing yeah. to help her because she has our little kids.
1: So, so. we play. And we, I've got this old set of Uno cards up in the up in the dresser, and we probably played ten thousand <laughs> games of Uno um, at night. So that's just a super great memory I have with her.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I want to say one last thing, and then we're gonna then we're gonna stop because Randy's like it needs to be short.
1: It's got to be short. Got to be
0: mm-hmm. short. So we're gonna stop. Uh, okay. I'm already
1: getting bored. Oh, stop. I'm
0: just <laughs> Okay. So the last thing I would say is that Randy and I, when we pray together, we pray the scripture, uh, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And then we also pray, show us, O oh Lord, our life's end and the number of our days that we know how fleeting is our life. Guys, I love praying these scriptures because uh, it's like Psalm ninety twelve, and I always forget the other one, but... Um, I love praying them because God will help you number your days to where you appreciate your family and you don't take things for granted.
1: And I got one more thing. One more thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know if any of the guys are listening out right now, but here's here's another tip when it comes to praying for your wife. And I've been doing this now for, I don't know, 20 plus years. Probably I didn't start like right after we got married. But um, one of the things that I always do every day in my prayer time is I ask God, I said, God, please let me see Deb, the most beautiful woman in the entire world. And it really helps me to see, I think, her inner beauty. And she's looking at me right now. And I just, I love her face. She's Aww. just beautiful. But I, it's really helped me. And, and it helps me to, um, I don't know, just puts me, I think, closer to to seeing your inner beauty and helping me to see that every day. And of course you're very beautiful on the outside and I, I just think that's super helpful for guys to to pray that.
0: Yeah, because you guys are visual and
1: guys are side oriented. Yeah, Girl, girls are girls are not so much and and so um, you know as we we get older.
0: I think uh, it's actually nice that God yeah. makes your vision go bad. Well, maybe bit. yeah, maybe. <laughs> like your close up vision, you can't see each other close up and <laughs>
1: yeah. So you're, you're wearing your glasses right now, so I'm probably scaring you. No, You've been working working um, up in the shop. So.
0: We we can't see each other's wrinkles more up yeah. close <laughs> <laughs> unless we have our glasses on. Okay, why don't you close this in prayer?
1: Okay father we thank you for um, everybody that's uh, tuned in uh, to this podcast and we pray your blessing on their marriage we pray that you give them great wisdom to know uh, exactly uh, what you have for them individually we're all different all of our relationships are a little different but Lord help us to see our spouses the way you see them that's that's a constant um, when we know that um, uh, if we if we just keep focused on you uh, as, as the head of our of our household, uh, the head of our lives, Lord of our lives, and Lord, then the marriage relationship will follow. So we just pray for everyone listening um, that you would bless their marriage. And um, yeah, just uh, help us to be a light for you through our marriage to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Okay, guys, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, thank you, Randy, for joining us on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye-bye.